So it's February already. February. And which this time of the year is typically when most people's New Year's resolutions fall off. Die. Course. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're gone. So we, I wanted to chat a little, or you wanted to chat, mm-hmm. and I'm all in on goal setting mm-hmm. and, and talking about and thinking about, you know, mo- most of the time, like a New Year's resolution is set up for a, an objective that's relatively difficult to accomplish, hence why it's a New Year's resolution. And the fact that most people fail so quickly um, is indicative of our unwillingness to to work through some hard things. Some so, discomfort. Yeah, discomfort. Yeah. So um, my my favorite book probably on this topic is Comfort Crisis. Yeah. And that's Fantastic. kind of what we were talking about before we, before we hit record is – so he calls it uh, a masogi. Mm-hmm. So it's it's doing one thing a year that you're not sure that you can do. Yeah, I think there has to be there can only be a fifty percentage, fifty percent chance that you might accomplish it. Yeah, fifty. Yeah. So there's another fifty percent that you might fail. Right. Yeah. And but the other rule is you can't die. Can't die. There's two rules. No, you got to come home. Fifty <laughs> percent that you can do it, and uh, you can't die. Those are the two rules. Yeah. Um. So we're looking at this year. I don't have mine. It sounds like you have yours put yeah. together. Well, yeah, I, and I've been thinking about you saying you don't have yours. I don't think – I think you have to take some time to, f- like, find it. Like, you, you have to do some different things sometimes to find, like, hey, is this going to be the hard thing that I do? Does this make me really uncomfortable? Is this like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of good at this and I like it and it's not really making me uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm going to do this for my hard thing. You know, there's, yeah. there's some different – means to go so by. and that's my my the thought that I've been having the hard thing that I've been challenged with is stability hmm. this year okay. and and not taking on more and more and more and like stabilizing everything that we have going on right now so and they'll be difficult for you and your brain that could almost difficult. makes you probably butterflies in your stomach thinking about not doing yeah. something like that yeah so yeah. that that is that's because I've done a good amount of hard stuff I need my next like hard physical thing out there, but this is a hard, it doesn't have to be physical. No, not at all. Um, but it's, e- those are easy to track. Yeah. And those are easy to, to, to throw out there. So you, uh, on the other hand, have a really good idea of what your, your physical endeavor is for the year. Correct. So my physical endeavor for the year is jujitsu. If you didn't know already, <laughs> Jeremy started jujitsu a couple weeks ago. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. And the way this kind of came to be, is my boys are doing it. I said this in the last podcast was my boys are doing it. Weston and Walter. Wade's not old enough yet, but he's big enough. Um, and I was like, man, I want to do, do this. Do they both have geese? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, How cute are they in their little geese? Oh, freaking super cute. Just running around their little I told geese. you I took Ford a couple times? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was like four or not even four, like a little too young. Yeah. <laughs> he's like three and a half. And – so I was like, I want to do this. This looks but some, so cute. That was my point. Yeah, so cute. I look less cute in mine. Um, and so my thought process was, I want to, you know, I want to try this. And I've always kind of thought about wanting to do something. I don't have any desire to get punched in my face. I don't want to do MMA or anything like that. But like, hey, this is you can't this mess is, with the money. Maker. No, no. This, but this seems pretty cool, right? You can't get a I'm not worried about a freaking trauma to my head or a uh, concussion. But so. I go walking in and I am, I am nervous. Like I, like the first class I'm about to take, I am nervous and I haven't felt nervous about a physical thing since the day of the Ironman. And I was like, I missed this. 
I miss the butterfly feeling. I miss like, oh shoot, being the I, rookie, being the rookie. And I, I even text Debbie. I said, text Debbie, my wife. I said, I don't think I've felt this nervous in a long time. And she's like, why are you, why are you nervous? I was like, I don't know, but I'm nervous. I don't know what to do. And it's been that way every time I've gone in still like every time I've, you know, from the first time I show up, I'm like, man, I don't, I just don't know what to do. And some of it has to come down to, um, like one, the business that they can alleviate some of this nervousness feeling, um, or has the potential to, and that's something that we're working and striving on to do is kind of eliminate some of that, uh, nervousness before you come in. Because if I wasn't who I was, I would have never been back. I would have done my first one and I would have been like deuces. Like that was fun, but it's too scary and hard. I'm going to, I'll do what I'm comfortable with. I'm also a big jujitsu guy. I've gone to six classes. Nice. Six. That's right where I am right now. Right. But don't quit. No. So I'd started in July and then I, then I quit, but I, I can echo what you're saying about showing up that first time. Nobody, nobody looked at me. Yeah. I didn't have a gi. Like, I didn't know what was going on. Like, nobody looked at me. Nobody talked to me. Like, I saw that other people were taking their shoes off. I'm like, I should probably take my shoes off. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Like, where to go. Yeah. Some people and, are, like, bowing when yeah, they get to the mat. I'm like, yeah. shoot. Do I'm doing well, these, like, exotic stretches. I'm like, ah, what should I, I be doing right now? I've know. lived in the gym last 12, right. 15 years of my life, and I don't know yeah. what I'm supposed to do here. Um, but, but it's finding the ability to embrace that. Yeah. Is um, is is powerful and, and just being aware of it too. Like let's like let's be aware of our emotions. Like why am I nervous? Well, because I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, like how, how can I control that? Well, maybe I show up a little bit earlier. Maybe I try to befriend some guy with some cauliflower ears who looks like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, or ask. So it's something like I find myself getting nervous to ask because I don't want to look stupid. But then I just put that down in my stomach and say screw being stupid. And I yeah. went up and asked the guy at the front desk. I said, Hey, dude. I got some dumb questions. What do I wear into this freaking key? Right. Or, and he's like, oh yeah, no, no, good question. And then I was like, how do I tie my belt? And what are some of the like common or common courtesies or not courtesies, but like, what are some of the, just the general rules? Like, am I supposed to bow? Am I supposed to do that? And it's like, if I wouldn't have asked that, I could have lived in the same fear of those questions the entire time instead of, Hey, there's someone out there that knows more than you. And most of the time, I mean, 95% 95% of the time, they're going to be like, cool. Well, they want to bring you along for the ride. They want to, they want to help And they you. don't know what you don't know. And there's always going to be those 5% of people who are just, they just suck. And they're going to say, yeah, hey, you're fine. stupid. Right. But you know what? Blow them off and go find someone else that needs you. But that's, that's a chip on your shoulder now because now I want to prove to them, yeah. you know, outside of being there for myself. But um, so that leads us into what you're trying to do with this. Yeah. So. I I told the the yeah. owner of the dojo or the academy last week. I said, um, I said, listen, you know, I asked him, hey, how can what can I do? What can I read? What can I? How can I get better at this thing? And he gave me some tips and tricks. And so I'll take the notes after class. Blah blah blah. Um, but I said the reason why I want to get better at this. I said I signed up for an Ironman before I could swim, and I couldn't swim the length of a pool. And I was scared out of my mind. I remember doing a podcast with you with Comer talking about the the Ironman. I was like, I could never do that. And so I signed up for something before I could do it, which forced me to do it. And so for him, I said, put hey. Put a date on the calendar. That's, put a date that's on the cal- another thing about like signing up for something. It puts a date on the calendar. Yeah. It's no longer a dream. Yeah. And so I told him, I said, I want to sign up for a tournament before I can do jujitsu. Like, one, it'll force me to have to learn. 
Two, it makes it's scary. It's scary. It scares me a lot because it just it's something that's way out of my comfort zone. I don't know what to do, and I want to I want to learn. And so his response to me was, "Show up for six months, and we'll talk," which I love because that says, "Hey, a lot of people can talk, but sure. not a people are going to follow through." Right. Little does he know is I'm going to freaking follow, follow through, and follow he's through. yeah, I want to sign up for something, but it still scares me, and it's going to be the hard thing that I do that I want to sign up for before I can actually do it. Um, and so, yeah, should be fun. But I relate that to, I was telling you earlier before I relate that to something I was thinking about this morning in classes was if we were to just do one hard thing a year and spend a full year getting good at it, by the time you're, I don't know however age you are, even if so 10, 10 years from now, you're going to be pretty dang uh, proficient, not advanced or, you know, natural at it, but you're probably going to be proficient at some 10 really cool things over the next 10 years. And what was the quote that you said before? Oh, we, oh, it's like a Tony Robbins. I'll paraphrase. He said, you uh, overestimate what you can, what you can accomplish in a year, but you underestimate what you can accomplish in 10. So, you know, we set like, we set our annual goals or whatever, and it's, I invariably fall short of what my annual goals are, mm-hmm. and 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 you know you could wallow and swallow in that and, and be all butthurt about what you didn't accomplish. But then if you look at you're pushing the envelope that year, that's going to compound in the next year and the next year and the next year, and then and you look back over the course of ten years, a lot can get done. And um, so so you, to your point of like one chopping off one skill or, or one challenge at a time, that's that's going to to layer up. And, and and give you a whole host of, of, of different skills over the course of ten years that you would otherwise have not focused on. Not focused on, yeah. And it, I mean, and a year seems like a really long time, but it's also a really short amount of time in the in the grand scheme of things. Correct. Like one year is not that long. Flies by. But if you spend, I mean, twenty minutes to an hour every day working on one skill, and this is just a hobby. This isn't like my job. Like no. this isn't what we're, I'm, this isn't my family. This is like 20 minutes to an hour every day on one skill that I'm going to focus on. I'm not going to go try and be bop around on these other hobbies and try and get better at all these other hobbies. I'm going to spend a year trying to get good at jujitsu. I'm not going to, I don't have, I'm not going to say I'm going to be amazing or anything, but by the end of the year, I'm going to be better. I'm going to know a whole heck of a lot more and I'm going to be better than I started January one. Right. And say I, one, probably going to keep on continuing it because you've built a habit. And then two, I don't have to spend as much time and energy on this habit to continue making it better. Correct. And I can put some of that other energy in another habit that I can also now develop. Ten years, I mean, I'm going to be a pretty cool guy. You're going to have some. You're going to have some skills. Yeah, and I'm going to be confident. You know, confident in saying, "Shoot, hey, can you do an open water swim?" Yeah, I, I haven't probably, swam in six months, or but a I could year. probably do it right now. Hey, could you go roll on a? Can you go walk into this random dojo? Probably gonna get my butt handed to me, mm-hmm. but I'm not scared to go do it because I've just I've been scared for a year. Yeah. Now the next year, I don't know what that could look like. It could be something completely different than physical. Yeah, you're help, you're helping me kind of think this through because I'm I'm looking at it as like layers of capability. Mm-hmm. In that, so people roll their eyes at the Iron Man; they think it's stupid or whatever. And I, I could totally agree with you. Yeah. Because. <laughs> I think it is kind of it is kind of silly, but it's a notch in the belt. Mm-hmm. And if somebody told me right now, like if I had to go for whatever reason, I had to go run twenty miles or thirty miles or fifty miles, I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. So it like, could be fast, yeah. But I, I know you I can do, do it. it. If if uh, we hopped on bikes and we wanted to go for a hundred mile bike ride, I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I ha- have that layer. And 
you know, not too long ago, we were up in Wisconsin uh, on a fr- frozen lake. And I'm thinking to myself, if I fell through, I'm cool. Yeah. If my kids fell through, I'm cool. Like I've got training and exposure to cold and I know I'm not going to freak out in the situation. So that uh, you talk about like adding a little bit of layers. Uh, the the jujitsu deal is a whole nother, a whole nother piece. Like God forbid, like somebody tries to manhandle you. Don't or my pick, family. Pick somebody else. Right. You, <laughs> yeah. you could, you, you'd be able to have, you'd have a better layer of understanding of how to, how to handle that situation with, in, in a more relaxed manner. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, to me, it's like all these, these annual challenges have, um, in the short term, it's kind of a silly purpose. Like I'm not saying jujitsu silly, but you're, you're just trying to push yourself. You know, it's like all the things that I've done, like, you know, I did seal fit one year and doing these Ironmans and doing Wim Hof and stuff like that. It's to push yourself physically, mm-hmm. but in the long run, it's, it's knowing that you have that, you have that layer and you're adding to that layer every, every single year as you, as you go along, which, which I think is powerful in the long term. And there's a lot of notches in your belt that you otherwise. So what, what's the saying? Uh, if you, you know, when's the best time to plant a tree? Uh, 20 years ago or right now, right? That's the, you know, cliche, you know, whatever, whenever you're trying to start fitness, like you, no matter what you're going to turn 45, you're going to turn 50. Now you can either turn 45 and turn 50 and have done a whole bunch of cool stuff, even though you can't necessarily say you, you can do it right now, but you can still say that you did it. And the likelihood you get it done is you can, as long as you're moving, like 45, 50, I don't care if you say you're 50 right now, when you're 70, you can still say you had 20 different experiences that you got good at by now. I mean, there's guys who are 90 and they look at people who are 70 and they have, they have lifetimes ahead of them. Like think about that. A 90 year old to a 70 year old, there's a whole 20 year old person that has not I lived longer to, than, you know, that is in between that gets spi- a chance span to of life. Develop, right? Exactly. So you have, as long as you're moving and breathing, Unless you can no longer move because you chose whatever not to or some outside circumstance, like you can still push yourself mentally. You can still push yourself in other ways. So it's like, hey, pick something now. It makes you uncomfortable. And I love the notches in the belt because at the end of the day, you, and you can look at it like ribbons like when you're in the military. There's a guy that has like, whoa, dude, that guy's done some stuff. Done some stuff. He's got some stuff right there. Right. right? And then you're like. That guy's been in the same amount of time and he's sat behind a desk the whole time. Right. Right. I mean, I want to be the guy with the, with, with the stripes, some with some medals on. Right. Yeah. You just remind me like a mental challenge. Uh, so one, one year, my challenge was read a book every week for the year. Oh, geez. And it was like, ugh, like that was a lot to get through, but it was a, it was a fun, different kind of, of mental challenge, um, that forced some account. And I wrote a summary on them too. Oh, that's like, legit. like a, like a paragraph summary. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise I went, like, you know, otherwise, if I'm looking through my spreadsheet, you know, you can start skipping and then pretty soon you could take a couple of weeks off. And so my point in saying that is now if I don't read a book a month, I feel like a loser. Mm, yeah. Right. So so even though I like I'm not reading 52 books a year, I'm reading at least a book a month, which is still probably 10 more than I might have otherwise had I not open open that up. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like having having a quote unquote ridiculous challenge helps lift your, your, whatever your baseline is. Yeah. So you're, uh, it's like a really good golfers when their bad game of their bad round of golf is better than your best round. Then, right. Then you know that, Oh, okay. You've definitely, they're good. They're good. Right. Yeah. So how do you, so if you're thinking about this, how do you go about determining your hard challenge for the year? 
what would you say? Like mine this year was searching, you know, I didn't, let's see, last year I didn't do a hard physical challenge. Oh, I did one last year. I just forgot about that. What did you do last year? I showed up to the gym six days a week. Oh, yeah. For the year. That's legit. That was hard because I haven't done that uh, in 10 years. But you, don't you live at a gym? Don't you I live at a gym? I work in a gym and it's the easiest place. To, <laughs> if you're there, it. like you can say you went to the gym. Yeah, I went to the gym every day, but I yeah. didn't actually, actually train. Work out. Yeah. What was yours last year? I didn't have one. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so that's why I was really like thinking and considering like, okay, what am I going to do that's hard this year? I didn't find something that like scared me last year. Like, could I go run? Do I want to go run a uh, ultra marathon, like a 50 mile or something like that? No. Cause you know, you can, I can. And it's Which not, is, that's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. So that's when, as soon as I got the butterflies in my stomach, like nervous, scared, You're latching onto that. I'm like, boom, okay, I got to do this. Yeah. Like when I had the butterflies in my stomach doing the podcast about the Iron Man, I was like, oh, shoot. That's, we got to do I that. I have to do that now. Yeah. Right. Cause I can't let it scare me out of doing it. Yeah. I think the, the last year, like I had, you know, pretty good injury. It was kind of banged up, didn't do anything for a long time. Like I didn't have a physical goal last year. I just had a, a commitment goal. Mm-hmm. Like show up, show up six days a week. And I'll tell you, out of six days a week, there was at least three days a week where I did not want to work out. Oh, at least. Oh, yeah. And where I'm either feeling under the weather, I didn't get sleep, or whatever. I'm super sore. My back is hurting. Whatever. Six oh, days a week. But you still show up. Suck it up. Yeah, yeah. Even if you come in and do mobility or something like that. Or yeah, push the sled. I mean, there was days. Yeah, you just but, pull but, the sled. So what that? So how did you think about? So what is it this year? Stability. Do you I, have someone I, that helps you find that, or did you find that? Yeah, um, I'm working. I'm working with a coach. And basically what we're trying to do is like remove chaos mm-hmm. and in that, like that is where my mind functions the best is when a ton of things are going on mm. everywhere. Yeah. And that is, it's almost like calming for me. It's like soothing for my ADD. If I've got a bunch of different things going on. So we're trying to like channel that down and, and be able to like force my focus in, in select areas and not uh, just, opening up a bunch of different cans of worms. So that, that's a mental focus. But the physical, the physical stuff is um, the six days a week is still ongoing, but I don't have like a uh, – Nothing to sign know. up for? No, I mean I've got, I'm going to do like a 10-mile trail race in a couple weeks. It's not a challenge. Whatever. It's not a challenge. It's like going to be fun. Yeah, you don't have to prepare for it. No, but, but here's, here's the why. Because you've done other things that are way harder. Oh, yeah. So – the fact that you do all these things that are that are way harder so that you can enjoy the things that are a little bit little bit more reasonable. So um yeah, I'll I'll kick that back to you. Um jujitsu is on the is on my goal sheet for the year. Uh to get back to going twice a week. I just have to find the, the calendar, the time of my calendar. Yeah. In in order to make that happen. Because um, that does still scare the crap out of me. Oh yeah. Like nerve wracking. Yeah. Um Okay, so you got jujitsu coming up. You had nothing last year. Nothing, really. No, just floating. No hard but, challenge. I didn't but, sign but up. Your, but your baseline. So the thing we'll come back to is your baseline is still at least five days a week training. Oh, I train every day. Yeah, right. that's that's not that's never changed. Right. I mean, I think that probably then I'd say the next thing that put me way out of my comfort zone outside of this would be. Uh, like a bodybuilding competition or like a, like getting on stage in you front of something spray, that'd make me you get spray tan. I know first time in my you life being tan. I'd be, I'd, that'd make me really uncomfortable. Could I do it? Yes. It would, it would require a lot, 
way more work than I'm wanting to put in. Um, I'll do another Ironman when I turn 35, so I want to do one every five years. I'm going to train completely different for it. I mean, yeah, last year I just didn't do anything physically challenging, and I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. It's you, you didn't have the carrot. Because, uh, I mean, the five days a week is a lifestyle. That's that's just my Correct. lifestyle. That's part of. And that's what I was missing last year. Yeah. I didn't have that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I could have been reasonable and said four days a week. Because that's reasonable, right? Right, Jeremy? Yeah. Four, four days a week. But six, like six, it needed, to, it needed to be six. Otherwise, four turns into three and then. Three turns into two, and then oh, I'll start up again next week. So uh, with six, there's no basically no wiggle no, room, no wiggle room, right? No. And we're like for anybody that says, "Oh, six days a week is too much." No, it's not. Like we are built to move. We are we are made to move. Like you are made to do things, and otherwise we wouldn't have fingers and toes and feet and legs. There and all is like, there is a certain point um, where it gets worse before it gets better. Oh yeah, and and you just like. I've, I've felt so beat up some days, and guess what? I show up, and I feel better afterwards. Mm-hmm. And the next day, I'm less sore, even after doing a hard workout, because I get things moving around. So, yeah, more in this case is better, and it's just you know being strategic about, about your intensity. And I was going to say, because you didn't say more intensity. No. You said frequency over intensity yeah, is basically yeah, yeah. what you said. So we yeah. say that to everybody that knew that's coming to the gym. It's like frequency over intensity. Right. Show up every freaking day, and you'll see more results right. than if you go one hard day a week. Yeah. But you're you're I'm, I'm at a loss, though, for what the next – have to figure it out. Just have to figure it out. And maybe there isn't one this year. And that's maybe, okay. Maybe it's, the, maybe it's the mental challenge and stick stick with that. Yeah. And that's why, like for last year, yeah, it's – I didn't have something that scared me yet because I didn't know. There's things that you have to go out and search for and you have right. to find. But then when you find it, you can't run away from it. You got to try and you got to grab a hold of it and yeah. say, all right, make it yours. We're going to dig into this jujitsu topic a lot more uh, in the coming months, I imagine. Oh, heck yeah. As you get things figured out. But uh, just one one last note before we disembark Jeremy achieved side control of a purple belt. No, don't, so what's don't, up? Don't say that. Out so what's up? Don't say that. Out. That's a, that's embarrassing. I just I want everybody to know that he was, he was gonna, probably tired. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he, it was his second workout <laughs> of the day. Was, he, he didn't, didn't sleep that night. He actually let me get it. It was not. I didn't do anything good. No. Yeah. I basics, foundations, humble. Try not to. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna try yeah. and. If he hasn't learn. told you already, I'm telling you now. So side control on a purple belt. <laughs> No big deal. And then, and then you were also probably going to get manhandled by somebody who's 150 pounds. I got pounds. choked by a guy who was like probably 175 pounds. Yeah. And he just choked me out like nobody's business. And it was great. Like yeah. Legs around my head. For arm up here. And you're 220 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tap. 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 Me. Why not? Like, uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yep. That's good. All right. Um, that's it for today. Think about something hard. And uh, oh, the only other piece about the doing something hard is you have to share it with somebody else. Yeah. And I'm not talking social media. Like, don't be putting, like, all the things you're doing on social media. Like, that's easy uh, accountability. It's tell somebody that you're going to do something, and then when you do it, you're doing it for you, And but that person knows knows you're doing it. It's part of, like, the Masogi piece, mm-hmm. and it's, like, not for social media. No. Like, the, the thing that you go out and accomplish is not – to be put on social media as right. like something that you accomplish. It's yeah. something that you like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to post anything on Instagram about, uh, jujitsu. Until people start posting about you. That's when you know, that's up to them. 
That is their own personal White belt decision. gets side control of <laughs> no, purple stop, belt. Stop <laughs> Here we go. No. Uh, that is, that, no, so I'm not going to post anything about it. I will tell, like I've told you, I've told like three or four people so far, Amanda, you, Debbie, and, um, uh, and Trey, the owner of the gym, that I want to do a competition. Yeah. Um, well, now you're telling a lot more people. Well, yeah, I'm here, but I won't post it on social media. Yeah, that's cool. All right, find, find a hard thing and then uh, tell somebody about it and, and get after it. Cool. All right. Until next time. Talk to you later.